What's up, everyone? This is your boy, Jeremy John. And I'm Matthew White. And we are the Sports Reality. Just want to say thanks for tuning in to this episode. I uh, want to let you all know that you can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Just go on any of those podcast directories and search for the Sports Reality Podcast. Hit the subscribe button so you can be up to date on all of our content. Thanks again for tuning in and enjoy the show. everyone welcome to the 76th edition of the sports reality my name is jeremy john aka the Lil wayne of podcast because i will get on any track and hit it with the j train right right matthew no false and i'm here with my co-host matthew white aka should we when are we gonna come up with you no case why not why not i don't need this matt is fine why not? I just don't need it, man. Uh, yeah, we got to come up with a nickname for you, an AKA for you. Uh, it's been a very long time, man. Way too long. How's life treating you, man? Oh, uh, pretty good. That's pretty great. good. That's great to hear. You have any ailments today? Mm, no, all good today. All good today. Okay, all right. So so we should have a very good show. It's been a while since we've been on, so we got a lot to talk about. NFL is here. Preseason is here. Training camp is here. And there actually is a game tonight, the Hall of Fame game. Kind of a game. Yeah, kind of a game. Uh, and I, I don't even know who's playing, to be honest. I really don't know who's playing. But we'll get into NFL training camp, also Major League Baseball and the trade deadline that occurred yesterday, also some NBA news, the rumors that are happening during the offseason, and some hurt feelings. We'll also have our Chump and Champ of the Week and our Reddit Topic of the Week and our Sports Free Zone. Let's start off with a preview of the Reddit Topic of the Week, Matthew. Uh, it's like weird pregame routines. Okay. But I guess like a certain player. Okay. Uh, mine is about a uh, an NFL list that recently came out. Okay. So we will talk about that. Just want to remind you all to subscribe to this podcast. Obviously, you're listening to it, but make sure you subscribe and even leave a rating so we can grow in the charts. Let's now get into the NFL. Talk about Michael Thomas, wide receiver for the New Orleans Saints. Signed a five-year, $100 million extension. $61 million of it is guaranteed or guaranteed as of now. You know, we always hear about these things like two, three years later. Oh, well, really, it was only about $30 million. Now it's fully, fully guaranteed. And then the Rest other... Incentives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways... He is now the highest paid wide receiver in NFL history. Matthew White, did he deserve this contract extension and for this amount of money? Uh, probably. He's had some really good years. Yeah. Very productive wide receiver. Yeah, he he's he's really good, man. Really good. Also, another thing is he 
he was what a second or third round draft pick yeah. out of Ohio State. Yeah, didn't really come with a lot of hype, but he's definitely doing the, the, his thing in the NFL. He has allowed the Saints and specifically Drew Brees to like really still be productive. Because if it wasn't for Michael Thomas, who like we said when he was drafted. Wasn't really expected of him to be like this is. type of player. <laughs> so imagine if he didn't. Imagine if he just played up to their original expectations. I mean, I don't think Drew Brees is still playing in this league. To be honest, is that far fetched to to say something like that, Matthew? Not if he didn't get the type of weapons that he has around him. He has like one of the better running backs and one of the better wide receivers. Yeah, exactly. And, and at one point, he had a very good backfield when he had Mark Ingram yeah. also. Yeah. Uh, who's the running back that's now behind Kamara in, uh, in New Orleans? Uh, Latavius Murray. Is it Latavius Murray? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Pretty well, sure. That, that's a good duo also. Yeah. Latavius Murray not as your starter, that is a very good... That's what you want, kind of. That is a good thing. Uh, Michael Thomas, where does he rank among wide receivers? I know I'm putting you on the spot right now. Where does he rank among wide receivers? He's in the top five. Top five? Yeah. Well, well do you top, ha- The only wide receivers that I honestly think are probably better than him, for real, for real, are Antonio Brown, like traditionally not really sure what he's about to be like with Oakland and man it's hard to say because like you want to say Odell but like he's in a new change but I think the only wide receiver that I really have better than him right now is uh DeAndre Hopkins DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins it may be the best wide receiver in the game. He's ridiculous. Uh, him, I would say him and Antonio Brown. Uh, then I, I honestly, I would say Odell Beckham third. Michael Thomas fourth, mm. to be honest. Uh, I think Michael Thomas just has a little bit better quarterback consistency. There. True, and that's the thing. That's that's <clears throat> things you got to think about when, yeah. with these uh, with these rankings. And then you can say Julio Jones to round round off the top five. And really, look, Julio Jones. And it's a great segue because Julio Jones is the next receiver that is that wants a contract. Now he is at Falcons training camp. He has shown up and he said, I'm going to show you that I should be worth this money. So he is there. But you know his contract is going to be more than Michael Thomas. Definitely. <laughs> he he's probably going to ask for like a five one ten or or, or one fifteen a lot. To really like up the ante and just say, you know, th- that that's what it is in the, in the NFL. You just want more than the next guy when your time is up. It's not like the NBA where there's max contracts and you just know, oh, well, this is what you're allotted to get. That's what you're going to get. NFL's a little different. These guys, it's competitive when it comes to the contracts. And I, But, yeah, I think Michael Thomas, back to the original question, Michael Thomas is a top five wide receiver. And once you're in that top five, I think once you're in the top five, you should always just be like, all right, I'm going to get higher than the last guy. The last next person, yeah. Yeah, and even, and even yeah, when it comes to wide receivers, and, and, and you can even add, like, Michael Ev- Mike Evans. You know, he, at one point, was the highest. He just has a... 
He he has some bad quarterbacks. Yeah. Some bad quarterbacks. Not the best. Yeah, but I think he's up there, and he's one of those guys. So you can say, like, top. Every The, the situation is different. But for sure, when yeah. you're in the top five. You should be getting all, You should like, be getting yeah. paid the highest when your time is up. Now, if you're, like, top 10, top 15, nah. You, it shouldn't just be automatically, oh, I'm the highest paid wide receiver. Like, r- remember, it was just last season, Sammy Watkins per season was the highest paid Wide receiver. Should have never happened. Should have never happened. <laughs> but, yeah, once you're in that top five, it's fine. Amari Cooper, and since we're on wide receivers, Amari Cooper, should he be in that? No. Okay. I'm just I'm just asking because, no. you know, Amari Cooper, we're going to talk about Amari he's Cooper. He's had, like, little. three good years. His, he's had, like. He's had one good year. Okay, there we go. <laughs> he's had one. There we go. He's had one, like. His rookie year was good. And that was the year. Like, the, he had one where it was, like. His, it was like near all pro. Yeah. Then he had subpar, and then last season, you know what? In in Oakland, he wasn't doing it. In Dallas, in the beginning, he was doing it. Near the end, things faded. He tapered off a bit. I don't know if it's just because defenses got used to him, or if you know the game plan changed along the way, or if he was injured. But he definitely played better with the Cowboys. This season, then Oakland, the last season and a half. But uh, but yeah, he's one of them. That's next. We'll we'll get into him. Actually, we'll be getting to his topic pretty shortly because we're going to talk about NFL holdouts. Some notable holdouts, starting with Ezekiel Elliott, the running back of the Dallas Cowboys. He did not. He has not shown up to training camp yet, and he's actually in Cabo, San Lucas, Mexico, training. As many of you all know, Cabo is a very interesting spot for Dallas Cowboys fans because we know what happened back in 2007 when the Cowboys were the number one overall seed in the NFC. And a week before the divisional round against the New York Giants, Tony Romo, Bobby Carpenter, and... Jason Witten went down to Cabo for some relaxation and then, you know, they came back the next week and things did not look good for the Dallas Cowboys. Didn't look the best. And then also, not last season, the season before when Ezekiel Elliott was wrongfully suspended uh, for six games, he went to Cabo for for that time and he trained and he actually bounced back. I know there was only three games left, I think. I think it was only three games left. No, two games left. And uh, he came back, and he looked good. The first game he came back, unfortunately, the Cowboys did lose that game against the Seattle Seahawks, which ended the playoff hopes for the Dallas Cowboys in 2017. But he looked really good in his game back. And so he's hoping that he could bring that, reignite that spark where he can say, hey, I'll be able to go to... Cabo and work out while I'm holding out until I get what I want, then I'll bounce back. Now, let's talk about the Dallas Cowboys front office. Steven Jones, the uh, I guess you say VP of player personnel, and Jerry Jones is the general manager and owner. They both said that we're just looking up next man up, and then Jerry Jones had some interesting comments. He said it's not like, and I'm paraphrasing, he said it's not like you need the rushing 
champion <laughs> to win a Super Bowl. I don't know. And in the grand scheme of it, yes, Jerry Jones is right. But Jerry Jones is forgetting one thing. All three of his Super Bowl victories had a rushing champion by the name of Emmett Smith. And as a Dallas Cowboys fan, I'm going to tell you this. And I know the haters are going to be upset. I, I know they're <laughs> going to be upset when I say this. But please go back and do your history. Go back and review the tape. We have YouTube. We have Wikipedia that can tell you all the stuff that happened. The current Dallas Cowboys team is very similar to the, the to the Dallas Cowboys that won three Super Bowls in the nineties. Way less cocaine. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I get. Yeah. Potentially. No. No. Potentially. No, no, no. No. Way less. <laughs> way less. I mean, you forgot they had Michael Irvin on That's those nineties teams. That's true. Way less. Ski champion. <laughs> but it is very similar, and a lot of people are going to say you're just saying that as a Cowboys fan. No. The Cowboys of the '90s were the when they won their first Super Bowl, they were the youngest team in the league. Just like this year, this year they are one of they are one of the youngest teams. I think they're second or third youngest team in the NFL. Yet they have the talent that they have at this age. I'm going to tell you guys who are all on rookie contracts: Ezekiel Elliott, mm-hmm. Dak Prescott. Amari Cooper, Jalen Smith, Leighton Vander Esch, Byron Jones, what's his name? Travis Frederick. I think Zach Martin did sign a contract last year, but that was like an extension. I'm not sure when it kicks in. Bilal Collins, Connor Williams. Like those those are guys who are respected at all their positions mm-hmm. where they're near the top of all their positions and they're all on rookie contracts and there's other guys on defense where honestly i may not even i may not even know some of the but, but some of our corners like jordan lewis and uh, cheeto uh, wuzier they're, they're all young guys still on their rookie deal anthony brown as the nickel corner like they're all on rookie contracts a lot of starters a lot of them are star- uh, starters so, it, first of all, that's one thing that reminds me of the 90s team. Also, you have Triplets 2.0. You have Dak Prescott at quarterback. And look, a lot of people are going to say, well, that Troy Aikman so much better than Dak Prescott. What many of you all do not remember, in the 1991 season, Troy Aikman was benched for Steve Burline. And Steve Burline was the quarterback that actually got that team into playoff contention. And I think Burline went down Burline either went down with an injury or he started playing bad near the end of the regular season. That I can't remember. So I'll admit that I don't remember everything about that. But pretty much that's when Troy Aikman stepped in. And Troy Aikman got the playoff victory. And then they lost the very next game to the Detroit Lions. And then the very next year, it was, okay, Trey Aikman, you're the starter. And then from there on, three Super Bowls in four years. Dak Prescott is kind of like that. Dak Prescott is a top 15 quarterback in the league, but there's still question marks. Just like back in 92, there were question marks about Troy Aikman. You have Emmitt Smith and Ezekiel Elliott. Emmitt Smith had already solidified that he is 
top three running back in the league at that point before the 92 season. Has Ezekiel Elliott also cemented himself as a top three running back in this league, Matthew? He's pretty good. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you sound like a hater. He's pretty good. There's a lot of good running backs. <laughs> they, there is a lot. Top of good three, backs. like that's hot. That's hard to do. There, look, there is, and it's funny for a position that everyone says is dying. No, nah, or you know, it, it is a lot of good running. If backs. If Ty Gurley wasn't hurt, like there would definitely be some like. Yeah, he's up there, but like top three is hard. Todd Gurley, Ezekiel Elliott, Kamara. Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, um, David Johnson, the, whoever the Chiefs running back Melvin is about to Gordon. be. Yeah. At one point, we had Kareem Hunt mm-hmm. until the suspension. You know, and I, those are guys just off the top of the head that we can just talk. About. There's probably other guys who are, who are really good. Oh, we didn't even talk about. Well, I mean. Oh, Kenyon Drake is pretty good. He just plays on a bad team. Which uh, which about to say? <laughs> I don't know. He's okay. Sony Michelle. True. He's really good. Nick Chubb. Yeah, Nick Chubb. Uh, but yeah, we, but anyways. Ezekiel is probably like top three. Four in a bad day. And then now, Michael Irvin, at the time. He had just came off of a knee injury just a couple years earlier. And then, you know, he wasn't putting up the monster stats like Jerry Rice and uh and who were some other top end wide receivers like Andre Risen and who were some other wide receivers back in the early nineties? Mm. Henry Ellard and, <laughs> and, and, and and those guys. But he was getting it done kinda like Amari Cooper. Now, obviously, Cowboys haven't won a Super Bowl yet. Mm-hmm. And it's not a guarantee that they'll ever win a Super Bowl. But they're very reminiscent of the triplets. And then also the defense. The defense is extremely young, but extremely fast and good. And then also, the Cowboys just this year got Robert Quinn to go on the other side of Demarcus Lawrence. What happened in 92, right before the regular season? On the defensive end of the Dallas Cowboys. They brought somebody in. Charles Haley. There we go. The guy that has the most, I think, Super Bowl wins that's not Tom Brady. I think he won two with the 49ers. He won three with the 49ers, I think. Because he ended up going back to play with the 49ers. Something like that. Uh, no, 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 no. What happened? He had a, Anyways, Charles Haley's up there with Super Bowls. So, yeah, it's very, very reminiscent of... The, the Dallas Cowboys of the 90s. Now, obviously, they need to win. But back to what Jerry Jones said. How asinine was those comments? I mean, knowing, really knowing what you know, knowing about the talent that you have on your team. I mean, he's just, he's not trying to pay him. You know what I'm saying? And that's just, like, clear or whatever by, like, the remarks and, like, the actions. They're just going to be struggling. You know what I'm saying? If, like, they go that route, like, you kind of want Ezekiel Elliott running the ball for your team. Perfect. Like, that's all it is to it. If he's on the team, you want him running the ball, and you want him happy. So, I don't, I don't know. I don't really see what the problem is. I think they should be less in a hurry to pay Dak just because it's easier to find a C-plus quarterback than it is a A-plus running back. Now, that's disrespectful that you said C-plus. How good do you think he is? Like, how good has he shown to be? I think he's a solid B. 
like an 80. I said a C plus. C plus is still 70, 78. Okay. To, I mean, 70, C plus is 77 to 79. That is not that much jump from a C to a B. I, C plus to I, I a B. I think he's an 84. I don't know. He's an 84. He's He just crossed the, like, B threshold if, if like... Last year, no. Last year he did. Because there were, there were some games where you could say if Dak wasn't quarterback, we would lose that game. What about the there year were before? Some games. The year before... That's what I'm saying. That was the growing pains. Yeah. And the, the, and this is the thing. The rookie, his rookie season, you would think he was an A quarterback. But like, the, you know. the, the sophomore year was like, nah, this dude is an average quarterback. He's a C quarterback. Last year he proved, no, he's actually closer to a B. A B. I mean, closer to an A than a C. C plus. So he's a B quarterback. I'm gonna what stick with my C plus rating. You're, you're saying you're saying he's you're in st- the range of Kirk Cousins. Like, I mean, yeah, he is. That's what I'm saying. Um, like, is. and me, that's not what you want. <laughs> that's not what you he's want. He's in the range of a Kirk Cousins, but he's definitely won bigger games than Kirk Cousins already. That's cool. But like, do you want to? Hurt the feelings of your like all world running back to like pay the B quarterback. Me personally, no. That's what I'm saying because Zeke is one of those. He's the Danny Tomlinson. He's like, I mean, he's a once in every ten, 10 year talent, yeah, like that you're gonna get. And at the end of the day, and also another killer is the quarterback market is just getting out of hand. So unfortunately, you just have to pay these quarterbacks just because they're up. And but I think you do need to secure. I think when it comes to contracts, it needs to come down to signing Zeke first, giving him his contract first, then giving Dak Prescott his, then Amari Cooper, and hopefully in the next two to three years you win a Super Bowl. So. If those other guys who are up for contract want big deals, you can say, hey, we won the Super Bowl. You all can decide if you want to stay with this team and win again for a team-friendly deal or a deal that would help both of us, or you can move on. And as a Dallas Cowboys fan that hasn't seen the Dallas Cowboys win a Super Bowl since I was in third grade, (laughs) I would be cool with signing your big-name players, giving them big price, big deals, to win one Super Bowl. I will do it. And anyone that says I'm crazy is is just lying. Like, what would you do as a Vikings fan? What would you want as a Vikings fan to just win one Super Bowl, Matthew? Like, this is any position? Like, like if... if okay, let, let me let me be more specific. Mm. You already paid Kirk Cousins. He's, the, he's, he's locked in. <laughs> he's locked in. Like, yeah. I mean, are you going... If you know... Or if you know... If you know that your team has a shot... A legitimate shot at winning a Super Bowl... And they had to get rid and of they Kirk had Cousins. To, they had to sign Stephon Diggs... Uh-huh. To a big contract. And they had to sign... I know your team is Dalvin a little Cook. different, but not necessarily Dalvin Cook because Dalvin isn't a Or oh, let's say it's just them two. Yeah, yeah. you got to make sure them two are, are locked in. Yeah, and you win a Super Bowl within a year or two of locking all three of those guys in. Uh-huh. And that means after the Super Bowl that someone like Barr is going to be able to come back. And, we're, and these are our hypotheticals because yeah, I think Barr yeah, yeah. just signed. He just like recently. <laughs> 
but like Everson Griffin. Somebody else. Yeah, like, I got oh, you. Everson can't come back. Sendejo can't come back. Xavier Rhodes can't come back. Are you? Are you? This is that? after the Super Bowl. This win. is after you win. The yeah, Super Bowl. that's cool. They're not gonna be here then. Exactly. You know what? That's fine. I'm gonna be blown that we still got Kirk Cousins at the helm, but that's Super Bowl champion Kirk Cousins at the helm at this point. <laughs> and every, I think half of the world will just have died in shock from that happening. So, you know, no, nah, I would be okay. look. But the 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 Vikings nor the Cowboys are like, I don't know. Like I think if they overpay for Dak, it could be really bad. Just the same way that when the Vikings overpay for Kirk, they're fucked. Yeah. So. Uh, Look, pay pay Ezekiel Elliott. Pay Ezekiel Elliott. Now the Cowboys did sign Alfred Morris, who was who has been the backup. He's been fine for the the Cowboys for the last two seasons. You don't want to give him ten thousand touches? No, nah, I, I don't. I think he's serviceable. Now here's the ultimate question: Do you think Zeke returns, ends his holdout before Week One? Yes. And what would have to happen for him to end the holdout? You, uh, is it is it simply he gets the deal he wants, or he's like, look, I'll come play, and then we'll we'll we'll, we'll talk about the contract. He's got to get what he wants. Like I think that that's the only real way that's gonna happen. Yeah, I think Zeke is one of those guys who's gonna. It's gonna be I am coming back because I got the deal that I want. Yeah. Not like I'm coming back. Okay, the regular season's here. I'm ready to play. Nope. And I'll prove that I'm no. I think Zeke is really like, give me my money. That's it. And it's, I know for Jerry Jones, he's kind of like, man, there's still two more years like left on this deal. Potentially a, uh, potentially, well, this is year four. And then you get the idea, two more years, potentially. He's probably like, and then you could franchise after. For at least a year. At least a year. So, yeah, it could be up to three before, you know, Jerry Jones really has to lock him in. Look, in my opinion, you may have want to lock him in now because we never know. The the running back market may actually get higher. That could definitely happen. Like, what if philosophy in the NFL is, you know, we got to start paying these running backs again. We got to start running them like we used to in the 80s and 90s. Like, it, man, you never know. Uh, Melvin Gordon, he's also still holding out. There's some reports that he wants to be traded. Do you think that's going to happen, Matthew? No. They're definitely going to try. They need to keep all these weapons around Phillip Rivers <laughs> as long as he's like playing. I'm tired and I, I think we mentioned it in the last episode, episode 75, that we were hearing people say, well Melvin Gordon isn't that good and mm. and Austin Eckler and, and the other, he's I think good. Jackson are good. And Me- be Eckler to- is good. Melvin Gordon's better though. He's just hurt. When Melvin Gordon plays, you see, I mean, you see what he does. All he does is get into the end zone. 38, what, 30 it. games, 38 touchdowns. That's it. That's All great. he does is get in the end zone. Look, if I'm a defense, I'm not scared that I got to go up against Eckler or oh, Jackson. No. Rather deal with them than Melvin. Melvin. Melvin Gordon has scored buckets of touchdowns or whatever team that he's playing against. So, so yeah. so that Take the chance with Eckler if you're the defense. Also, Trent Williams of the Washington Redskins. He disgruntled. Wants, he is, yeah, disgruntled is a great way to, to phrase what's going on with Trent Williams. We spoke about it a few episodes ago. Trent Williams wants out of Washington. He is tired of the medical staff and how they have handled his injuries and also just things that are going on with the team. He wants out. There's reports that 
the Redskins are actually going to possibly tr- uh, trade him. So uh, it's a wait and see mode for the Washington Redskins and Trent Williams. Other NFL news: Andrew Luck. He has a calf injury, and it was reported that this calf injury stems from an injury back in March, and he's still dealing with this. That's a big calf injury. August first, but they were also quick to say this is not a quote Kevin Durant situation. It's crazy how the Kevin Durant situation is really affecting players in other sports and how they handle these things um now andrew luck is being held out of practice for the next few days he'll be reevaluated, i think tomorrow and they will be able to see if he'll be able to practice again this is something we need to talk about when it comes to andrew luck He's andrew luck lot. is hurt a lot yeah, with everything he is hurt uh, so he his shoulder for multiple seasons right yeah so he sat out an entire season with yeah. the shoulder, but he also dealt with the shoulder the previous season. Mm-hmm. He was out with a with a busted kidney and something crazy yeah, like that. It was, I think it, it was the kidney. I think it was ruptured spleen, maybe. It wasn't the spleen. It was the kidney, though. That's not good. And, and he had other injuries, knee injuries, uh, concussion, things like that. He has been injured quite a bit. A lot. Takes a lot of hits, apparently. And that's one of the criticisms of Andrew Luck that he voluntarily takes these hits. So, yeah, that's something we need to evaluate and check as the training camp goes on. Todd Gurley is tired of having people question his injury or his health. Um, I mean, are we crazy as NFL fans to even question his health, Matthew? No. He was hurt during the Super Bowl. Yeah, the last five games... Of the regular season, he had 10 or less carries. Yeah. That's not what you want. And then the postseason, he had the performances that he had. And then the Super Bowl had the performance that he had. In a Super Bowl that easily, if there was a running, a true running game, you might actually beat the <laughs> New England Patriots with the way that they played. But yeah, uh, Todd Gurley, we're going to have to wait and see. And Todd Gurley is the reason why. His contract is the reason why a lot of these GMs and owners are scared to pay running backs. Because he's about he got all that money about the holdout. <laughs> and, but but also this is something that they're also not mentioning. Todd Gurley had two knee injuries in college. Yeah, he was like oof. I hate to say it. He's he was damaged before he got into the league from jump. And you know both his knees. He had torn ACLs in both knees, so he came into the league with those issues. One thing with Zeke, he didn't have these injuries, and then also Kamara and these coming up, these running backs who are coming up for deals soon. Like they didn't have these injuries. Saquon Barkley the same, but yeah, Todd Gurley is the reason why a lot of these GMs and scouts and owners do not want to pay running backs the money that they do and then also the wrap-up in the nfl um training camp entrances did you see what jalen ramsey and antonio brown i saw what antonio brown did i didn't see what jalen ramsey did antonio brown came into training camp on a hot air balloon yeah you know he's like he's been doing these, that's regular you know he came in i think a helicopter last regular. year regular you know i think he he's been stepping it up you know jalen ramsey came out with a brinks truck and he also had hype man Haha Davis. Oh my god! And Haha Davis was pretty much out there saying, "Yeah, man, you all gotta pay this man. 
you know, what he deserves, blah, blah, blah. He's a very good cornerback. He's and that's the most cornerback thing. Honestly, <laughs> that's a very cornerback thing to do. That's what, I can't remember who said it on one of the radio shows I was listening to. They were just like, look, like, Deion Sanders would have done the same exact thing. Exact same thing. If he was exact playing. <laughs> If he was playing in this era right oh, now. Oh, for sure. He had Instagram live it. Just whatever. Yeah, so it's just like, all right, this is just a sign of the times. And then also, Jalen Ramsey came out with a tweet shortly after. He's like, look, this is all fun and games, but, you know. I would like a new contract. I want a new contract, <laughs> but I just wanted to do something funny. And, and also, but I'm here for training camp. Hey, I do you think do you think the Jags are going to end up signing him? Remember, they already have A.J. Boye on the other side. No. Man. Like, he's still on his rookie deal, right? Yeah. It's going to go a different way than Ezekiel Elliott's, I think. Just because I don't think that they're like... You know, you know what? Never I'm switching my answer right now. They're going to pay him. They're going to have a great season. They might end the Super Bowl. Look, you're not... They had a very good offseason, right? Yeah, their offseason was decent. And then, obviously, they got a competent quarterback in Nick Foles. Uh-huh. And Leonard... Oh, addition by subtraction. Let's get it. <laughs> and, and, they got rid of uh, Blake Bortles, right? Yeah. And um and Leonard Fournette, they're saying he looks really good. He's they're saying he healthy looks now. healthy. Yeah. So I mean, it's not far fetched that just the season before they made it to the AFC Championship game. Put on the board. And Put on the board. Where's our? We got to get a board where we can make ridiculous predictions and, and remember them. Yeah, and then not only that, they were a questionable call away from taking a ten point lead in that game That's in the what fourth I'm quarter. About, Jeremy. So <laughs> let's not forget they were that close. You know, to getting to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, man, I, I hope they pay him. Super Bowl. But I don't know because when you have a, 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 a general manager or a consultant like Tom Coughlin, who is Mr. He's a hard ass. Yes. He's a hard ass. <laughs> you know, that, that, that's, that's unfortunately what's going to happen. That can unfortunately happen where Jalen Ramsey ends up not getting the contract that he wants from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Let's now move on to Major League Baseball. The Major League Baseball trade deadline was yesterday, July the 31st. And there were some 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 deals that that occurred uh, in the last couple days. Let's start off with what happened on July the 28th. The New York Mets, they acquired Marcus Stroman, right-handed pitcher. From the Blue Jays, uh, the Blue Jays acquired Anthony Kay and Simeon Woods. Richardson, both of them are right-handed pitchers. Marcus Stroman is a very good pitcher. But it's it's weird because I don't know if the Mets are trying. It's like they're trying to buy and sell at the same time. <laughs> like, they're so far behind in the NL East. They're not going to make the playoffs. But it, they still got Marcus Stroman. Now, I do not know Marcus Stroman's contract uh situation maybe they're trying to lock up Stroman for at least next year and then see what they have but there there were rumors that Noah Syndergaard and Jake DeGrom were possibly going to be on the trade deadline but that didn't happen other trades that happened uh left-handed pitcher Jason Vargas was traded from the Mets to the Phillies and the Mets ended up getting Austin Bozart other trades that occurred Chris Martin was traded from the Rangers to the Braves the Rangers acquired Colby Allard. This was the big trade that happened Uh-oh. that involved some notable players. Trevor Bauer. Now, did you hear what happened with Trevor Bauer on Sunday? 
with the Cleveland Indians. Mm-hmm. Trevor Bauer wanted to stay in the game, and manager Tony uh, Terry Franconia. Okay. He came out there to basically take him out the game. <laughs> do, you, do you know what Trevor Bauer did? What do you do? <laughs> Trevor Bauer threw the ball all the way to center field, I like, like it. out into over the I wall like in it. center field. And it was so crazy that I guess when he threw the ball, his teammates must have told the center fielder, like, watch out. Because the center fielder, like, ducked because he didn't know, like, what was happening. <laughs> but anyways, uh, he apologized for it. And a lot of people said, well, this and his Trevor Bowers antics are going to affect the trade. And he may not be able to trade or the or the Indians are not going to get uh, enough uh, assets to get, you know, such a talent, Trevor Bauer. Nope. Two days later, Bauer was traded to the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, the Cleveland team, and I meant to call them Cleveland. The Cleveland team, I, I don't like calling them the uh, by their nickname until they change their name. The Cleveland team <laughs> acquired Yasiel Puig, Franmil Reyes, and Logan Allen, uh, Victor Nova, and Scott Moss. And it was a three-team trade because uh, outfielder uh, Taylor Trammell was traded to San Diego Padres. We're going to talk about Yasiel Puig in a couple minutes. And then one of the other notable trades that occurred right before the trade deadline. And I had it here. Oh, Zach Granke was traded from the... From the Diamondbacks to the Houston Astros. So they got a crazy pitching stuff. Yes. <laughs> that Grinky, I used to like that guy. He's a good uh, Oh, man. So he, he is going very to be dominant pitcher with the Houston Astros. The reason why I brought up Yasiel Puig. Yasiel Puig was involved in a brawl. Oh, it's lit. With the Reds and the Pirates. But do you know when this happened? Mm, when? This happened... 10 minutes after he was traded. So okay. he was still in the game. And that's why a lot of people say, why? How come, you know, they didn't take him out? It's baseball's trash. <laughs> well, see, I thought it was cool that they actually let him play and say, hey, you'll, you'll finish the game for us. And then you're obviously traded. I don't even think he knew he was traded yet. Of course he didn't know. But uh, there was some history between the Pirates and... The Pirates and the 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 Reds. Earlier this year, I think it was in May, they had a situation where one of the Reds players, uh, I think it's Derek Dietrich, he hit a home run and he watched it too long. So then they hit him at the next pitch. They ended up having a brawl in Pittsburgh. Well, now they're playing again in Cincinnati. And uh, mind you, Pittsburgh is up by a lot. I think it was like 11-3 to three. late in the game. They put in a bullpen pitcher. A reliever, I mean. He tries to throw at the head of Derek Dietrich. Dietrich gets upset. They had words, you know, here and there. Uh, later in the game, ninth inning, Amir Garrett, who is uh, a very good, solid reliever, uh, he, he came into the game, and his first batter, he allowed him to hit a home run. So he's upset about that. But they're still upset that the umpires have not really handled the situation. They've allowed, and to be honest, in both games, the umpires did not handle the situation. Both games, they allowed the Pirates to do whatever they wanted. And the Reds, you know, they were getting, you know, penalized for for retaliating. Well, Amir Garrett was upset. And Amir Garrett <laughs> decided to run in, run up into the... 
into the pirate's dugout by himself. I like it. He gave no warning. He just ran over there. And when he ran over there, there were already like four or five guys who were standing outside the the dugout. And he ended up going out there. And he ended up punching like two of them. <laughs> before, before, you know, everything broke down. Then Yasiel Puig was out there. He was irate. He was, you know, cussing a storm, pushing people. All this was done after he was traded to the Cleveland Indians. And I know when he got into the clubhouse... Someone must have told him, look, look, bruh. You shouldn't have went so hard. They traded <laughs> you. You. You, know, you know you're going to Cleveland, like, right now. <laughs> now, Cleveland, even though they gave up Trevor Bauer, they are going to get Corey Kluber back from the injured list. And they are, and they got some talent, you know, in Yasiel Pui and, and Nova and some of those other guys. Cleveland might be the team to beat in the AL Central. Central. Especially... How they were able to close the lead on the Minnesota Twins. The Twins had a large lead just like a month and a half ago. And now I think it's only like a one game lead. And even though they got rid of a very good pitcher. They're going to get another pitcher back from injury. And then they got this talent. So they're looking pretty good. Other news in baseball. Steven Strasburg. We haven't really been talking much positive things about the Nationals. Because of how the season's going. But the Nationals. They have bounced back. And yes they did lose the series against. The Atlanta Braves. Just uh, yesterday. They lost uh, They lost against the Braves. And, and they end up losing that series. One to two. But they're still in the hunt. For the wild card right now. And that is partly because of the pitcher. Steven Strasburg. Strasburg is leading the league in wins. With four, he has a fourteen and four record. Also, the other day he went three, three for three from the plate, and one of the one of his appearances was a home run. I like it. And he had a very good out uh, uh, outing against the Dodgers on uh, on Sunday. Do you think Matthew Steven Strasburg is going to end up winning his first? Cy Young Award. I hope so. I hope so. That would be nice. I I think this year he can do it, especially if the Nationals get really competitive near the end. I think he has about 10 to 12 more starts. And I think if he wins like 5 or 6, if he wins 6, he'll get 20. And, I mean, 20 wins with an ERA that he has, I think you can be a Cy Young winner. And baseball has proven that you don't necessarily have to win your division or make the playoffs to win a Cy Young. So I I think he can end up winning it. Before we move out of here, we did not get a chance to talk about it. So let's uh, recap the MLB inductees for the hall of fame mariana Rivera obviously was inducted first player to get a hundred percent vote into the hall of fame also edgar martinez went in as a designated hitter uh the late roy halliday was inducted into the hall of fame also uh harold baines who had a lot of controversy but harold baines when i say controversy 
not him personally, controversy because a lot of people didn't des- think he deserved to be a Hall of Famer. But he was inducted. Mike Mussina, a.k.a. the Moose, was also inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh, and that ceremony, that induction ceremony, was uh, two Sundays ago. Uh, but like we said, Mariana Rivera was the one who headlined that uh, that 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 list. Let's now move on to the NBA and talk about uh, some big news when it comes to uh, people that we know. That there's degrees of separation, Matthew. Do you know who is the new general manager of the San Antonio Spurs? Who is it? Tacoma Academy alum Brian Wright is the new Oh, here. General manager of the San Antonio Spurs. So shout out to him. Uh, he went to Tacoma Academy, then La Sierra University. Uh, he worked under under uh, Patrick Ewing. Under I think Patrick Ewing and um, not Patrick Ewing. Sorry, uh, Van Gundy. Patrick Ewing was a coach with the Magic. That's why I thought about it at that time. But he worked under. Uh, uh, Van Gundy uh, in Orlando, and then in Detroit, and now he got his chance. He, he was working with the Spurs for, the, I think, the last couple years as an assistant general manager, but now that... Who, who's the guy that uh, everyone... R.C. Buford moved up mm-hmm. to uh, uh, another position, so now Brian Wright is the general manager of the San Antonio Spurs, so shout out to Brian Wright, and, and, and good luck with this upcoming season and the rest of your tenure with that team. Um, yeah, man, that's a cool thing. From from little old Tacoma Academy, we got a lot of talent, don't we? Absolutely. A lot of talent coming out of TA. Perfect. So, yeah, shout out to him and, and good luck this season. Other NBA news, the team governors, which is the new term for an owner, team governors are investigating... Uh, and the NBA are going to investigate free agency and how things was things were handled. Uh, there were owners during the owners meeting that complained about how free agents somehow came up with deals before <laughs> tra- before the free agency period started on June 30th at 6 p.m. They also highlighted how Kevin Durant somehow agreed to a, a contract at five o'clock and. <laughs> and apparently he never met with the Nets. Did you hear how he admitted that? Mm. He never actually had a meeting. I mean, he knew that's where he wanted to go. Why he I, had never look, meeting? Look, I know that's where he wanted to go. He knows some, how much money. Look, if I know how much cap space the Nets have, Kevin Durant knows how much cap space the Nets have. Perfect. Like, what do you need a meeting for? He, everybody knew the Nets had two max slots this whole year. One of them was for him. Like this. so, so I understand that we understand that, but as a as a team governor, still so. And weird. when you find and when you find out, like, hold on, Kevin Durant never actually met with with the Nets, like, and and the thing is, met with Spencer Dinwiddie, <laughs> yeah, Nets represent, <laughs> representative, perfect. And, and the thing is. The fact that he admitted to it in a like a in a in an interview, like, oh yeah, I never actually met with them. I think that's what really got them ticked. And then when you have people like Adrian Wojnarowski who are reporting these things like well before, because remember, Kevin Durant said he was going to make his announcement 
through I think it was what's his name Twitter. Chris Haynes that True. he was gonna do it on Instagram yeah, yeah, on yeah. his uh, boardroom page, and Adrian Wojnarowski said, "Oh nah." I'm going to announce it right now. Not today. Like an hour before Kevin Durant made his announcement. And he had all the details of the contract. <laughs> so it's like, so that happened. Then you had, you know, there was in the first night, first six hours of free agency, a billion dollars worth of contracts. Yeah. And so these team owner, team governors are trying to figure out like, yo, obviously... You know, there's been tampering, obviously. And, and so now they're going to investigate it. They, they've even... They're going to be uh, phone records subpoenaed. There's going to be uh, servers that, that will be oh looked God. at to see if teams really... If organizations really tampered before the um, free agency period. Or if it was just one of those things like... Well, like you said... Kevin Durant wanted to go to New York, and we knew it was coming down to two teams, and he knew how much money. And like you said, if we know what the contract could be, because everyone knew it could only be a four-year, $174 million contract, we knew that. Kevin Durant knew that. So, yeah. So, they're going to investigate and see if that was the cause or if there was some true tampering. There were some rumors about Kawhi Leonard. Different, uh, there are... Reports, opposite reports. You have one report that says Kawhi Leonard simply didn't sign with the Los Angeles Lakers because Magic Johnson publicized the meeting with Kawhi Leonard. And then that same report said he also decided not to sign with the Raptors because people within the Raptors organization were letting the public know when Kawhi Leonard was landing back in Toronto for his meeting. Then there's another report that said Kawhi Leonard chose, basically told the Clippers, hey, I want to play for you all, but you got to get a star player to come here before I commit to you all. And the reports say that the Clippers, obviously, they were trying to get Paul George, but also they were trying to get if they couldn't get Paul George, they were looking at Bradley Beal. Oh, man. Yeah. And because, you know, Kevin Durant committed so early to the Nets, you know, Kevin Durant was the first option, they said. And he was trying to get, like, Jimmy Butler and Paul George and Bradley Beal. And Paul George was able to force his trade out and, and get to Los Angeles for the Clippers. So, you know, that has come out. Now, I want to address the first report that we spoke about. Do you think there's any validity in Kawhi Leonard turning down the Lakers because Magic Johnson spoke about his meeting with Kawhi Leonard? I don't think so. But, no, I don't think so. Like, I hope not. I hope that's not the case. Like, I hope Kawhi is not, like, super paranoid like that. But... I don't know. I just really didn't. It, I I did not think that Kawhi was gonna go to the Lakers or like I thought it was either between Toronto and the Clippers. Perfect. And he wanted to go home. He didn't want to play in L.A. So like the only other place that's home and not in L.A. is the Clippers. Uh huh. Like it was just I don't know. I look. <clears throat> I, I remember I was hoping that he stayed in Toronto just for competitive balance. 
But I also said I won't be surprised that he was going to be playing with the Clippers. I for sure did not want playing with the Lakers, and that was what one of the reports also said. He didn't want to play with LeBron, and, and he didn't want to play on a super team. Let me rephrase that. Uh, he didn't want to play on a super team that had you know LeBron and Anthony Davis. He wanted to also be his. He wanted the team to be his. Uh, but so I don't think anything. I don't think the Magic Johnson. I don't Magic Johnson talking on Twitter had anything to do with him not signing with the Lakers because at the end of the day, Magic Johnson was not a Lakers employee when this happened. True. <laughs> He's just you know. So uh, now if you now if Kawhi Leonard said yo I didn't like what Magic was saying about the Lakers organization how it's run that has validity. Because obviously Magic went on first take and said what he had to say, mm-hmm. and then if he if, if, during this meeting with Kawhi Leonard, he probably said, "Yeah, you know, you know, this and this happened while I was there." That's a feasible thing that you could say. Kawhi Leonard might say, "You know what? I might not want to play with the Lakers. I'll just play with the Clippers." But yeah, that more rumors coming out with Kawhi. Do you do you think Kawhi is going to be in about a year or two hated on by? The general NBA public. Uh, I I could see that. I think it's gonna happen, especially if he keeps like they keep playing well. Yeah, and if he starts, and if we start seeing that other guys, like let's say there's another deal that Kawhi makes or forces the Clippers to make, and let me be odd, brutally honest with with people out there, star players have been doing this since the beginning of time in the NBA. Forever. <laughs> so, Forever. So let's like, What's the point ju- of being a star if you can't like use your powers? Like Michael Jordan did it. Magic Johnson did it. Kareem Abdul-Jit did it. Uh, Oscar Robinson did it. You know. Jerry West did it. Will Chamberlain did it. <laughs> you know. So. And those are just like all-time greats that I've named that have done it. We've seen players who aren't even good for his trade. Bad ones. <laughs> Bad players. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, J.R. Smith. Yeah, exactly. Just like y'all, I'm, I'm trying to get out of here. No, <laughs> no. I don't like this position. I don't like my playing time. <laughs> so yeah, we shouldn't be shocked that these things are happening. But I do believe in like a year or two, Kawhi's not going to be liked. I think like 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 uh, what did a uh, homeboy say in, in the Dark Knight? Y'all the die a hero or live to be a villain. Like, that's exactly what's going to happen. Incredible. And to talk about someone who is living as a villain right now, LeBron James. I don't know about that part. LeBron James is catching a lot of heat because of his quote-unquote excessive celebrating at his son's AAU games. Regular celebrating. Exactly. Regular celebrating. Not only that, like, come on, look. Look, I'm tired of hearing, because a lot of the same people who talk about LeBron and how he's handling things with his son... And even like LeVar Ball. These are the same people who are quick to say black fathers are absent from their kids' lives. I don't which, know if these are which the same is, people. Which is also a fallacy. Because it's been proven by the CDC that actually black fathers are more involved with their children than any other race. I like it. In the United States. But, you know, we have this, this, this uh, misconception that black fathers are not involved in, in, their, in their families' lives. Uh, but but yeah, a lot of people are just making this. I'm only talking about it because it is a big story in the NBA. Because this is this is the dead time of the NBA. I guess so. This remember, is a, remember this July. Is a lot of story. But I'm saying, remember, you know, ju- okay, June June 30th, free mm. agency starts. 
Kawhi stretches it. Kawhi stretches it out to July fifth. Crazy. And then you know you you get the official signings, you get the press conferences, you have all the other stuff that's happening in the NBA. This is the time the NBA is dead. So I think this is what you know. This is what's gonna happen. What's gonna happen? Also, LeBron is you know shooting Space Jam and all of that, and and, he, and then he's LeBron, and Bronny is really good. His son. It's pretty good. Really good. Seems like um, it. he's gotten a lot better over the year. Uh, he's he has some serious bounce, and obviously he's gonna be predisposed to to be better at basketball than than the average basketball player in in the United States. And, and I think it was cool they he was able to just be there and chill and and and, and well, another thing that was cool like from the few videos that I've seen of LeBron at these AAU games, it seems that he's just there and in you know he, he seems unbothered. I mean, and it seems like he's just there chilling, enjoying his son and his son's team, and also the fans who are there. You know, I think they're just enjoying that time. Uh, other NBA news: the Washington Wizards—they have a new structure when it comes to their front office. Uh, Tommy Shepard is now the full-time general manager, real general manager. But then there's also Sashi Brown, who's going to be part of the business side. Sashi Brown was uh, the general manager. Or one of the front office execs of the Cleveland Browns a couple years ago. Then John Thompson the okay. third, former head coach of the Georgetown Hoyas, is going to be their um, front office exec that will handle player development and, and like the scouting and things like that. Then uh, Daniel Medina will also be the head of uh, athletic uh, training and health. Which is something I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad we have someone that the trainers uh, on uh, on on the Wizards have to report to. But also, there's something he was also the trainer that was there in in, in Philly when Markel Fultz got fired. So, Not the best. So I know, and I know trainers. Are, I mean, um, doctors and stuff aren't necessarily responsible for what happened with the player, but you know. That's something that uh, you know, something that needs needs to be addressed. But also, um, also there's uh, the, the the basketball team of the Wizards. Um, actually, when it comes to Monumental Sports, which is the company that owns the everything within the Capital One Arena, which is Wizards, Capitals, Mystics, not anymore because they don't play there much. Uh, the valor and all that. Now, what what Ted Leonsis has done has hired all these guys, and there is a woman, Sasha Jones. She's gonna be part of, uh, I think, community uh, outreach and development. They're now part of what is now called Monumental Basketball, and Monumental Basketball is gonna have the Wizards, the Mystics, and the Go Go Capital City Go Go. And all these got all these front office execs are going to be overseeing all three uh, entities. So now uh, it's going to have like a, almost like a like a pipeline, like a high school to college pipeline. You know, we're gonna or or or, or like an AAU type type feel to it. Uh, you are laughing, uh, and why, why are you laughing? Messing with my phone. 
Oh, a message on your phone. I no, thought it was something. No, no, no. I thought it was something that I was just saying about everything. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, are you are you happy that they are actually going to um that they're actually going to Are are you happy that they have this monumental basketball and now it's multiple people running everything instead of like one person? Instead, who is the one person? Well, the one person at the time was Ernie Grunfeld. Absolutely. And 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 then Tommy Shepard. I mean, I, I personally didn't want Tommy Shepard running it all. Either. Because you hate people from above the rim. Perfect. Like, yes. I hope Tommy Shepard does a great job <laughs> just off of his name alone. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I'm really happy that they like it seems it's not one person in charge anymore with complete power over an organization, which just was ridiculous for how long Ernie Grunfeld wasn't like charge. So yeah, I'm glad to try it a different way, broken up into a whole bunch of different little jobs. It should be good. So yeah, I don't I, know I, about the Markel Fultz doctor, but <laughs> I, I'm just happy that things are this way. So I am going to give them two to three years to get this thing straight. Probably three to really be fair. Give them three seasons. Whenever I want to see back healthy. I want to see improvements. I want to see us being competitive again. I want to also see us as a market that can get players. Because I mean, look how look how the Nets quickly just became a place players wanted to go. And you can't just simply say it's New York. It's Brooklyn. Yeah, but also no one was saying that just a year prior. It's literally because they got decent, and True. remember, they have a new owner now. He's no longer Prokhorov, the Russian, uh, you know, swindler and swindler. Like uh, the guy who owns it now owns Alibaba, oh. and, and not only that, the Nets were able to build a new practice facility in Brooklyn. So now, a lot of the players are living in Brooklyn or really close. Unlike the Knicks, do you know where the Knicks practice? Uh, why flushing the Knicks practice in Connecticut? Oh, dang, yeah. So, think about that on game days. Now, I understand Connecticut is still close to New York City, close ish, but it's the traffic coming in. Like, guys who play with the Knicks and they live out there, it's an hour to get to the arena, an hour after the game, after you flying to the airport, it's another hour to get home. Like, with, with uh, the Brooklyn Nets. They were able to do different things to entice the players and make them feel good. And now with the new practice facility with the Wizards down in Southeast, which is a state-of-the-art practice facility, you also have, uh, if they step up their amenities for, like, let's simple things like flying on the road. Like, you got to go. They have, obviously, their own jet, but, you know, is the jet nice? Do they stay in nice hotels? Are they served good meals when they're on the road and uh, at home? These are things that attracts players. Same thing with the Clippers. Who was saying the Clippers were a destination? Like any anybody who paid attention to the NBA, really? No, no, the Clippers were not a destination. Yes, they LA were. Is a destination. L.A. was a destination, and the, the Lakers Clippers. were not a like a option. So there's only two teams in L.A. Uh, no, no, no. See, L.A. is is a, is a destination, yeah, but not LA, the, and he didn't want to play with the, LeBron. Not dog. the Clippers. I disagree. Just two years ago, no one's trying to play for the Clippers. I disagree. Now everyone's trying to make a legacy for the Clippers. No, no, like, no. Kawhi Leonard was trying to play for the Clippers two years ago. Kawhi Leonard, but that's I'm talking, what I'm talking there's about. There's other guys who are interested. Like who's interested in playing? I mean, with the Paul Clippers? George didn't want to play with the Clippers. He last was interested year. in playing with Kawhi Leonard, though. No. 
That's and Kawhi he, Leonard was going to the Clippers. And also Ballmer, Steve Ballmer is out here really selling this team as being a good team. Like they're about to move to Inglewood in their own arena that's going to be better than the Staples Center in Inglewood. That's cool. Like, like the Clippers weren't not on people's radar to play. Like the Lakers and the like LA, you automatically get the California bonus. It's a bonus, but at the end of the day, it was more of the amenities and the ownership and everything that comes with it. Just like the Nets and the Wizards, why can't DC be that place? Because let's be real. Because the Wizards have been trash for so long. Yeah, but so I, I, so that's my point. It's the Wizards. It's not the city. No. I'm tired of hearing the excuse that DC is the reason why. DC helps though, like not having any fans. Like that's a big thing. Like, no matter what, the L.A. team's got fans. The Brooklyn team's got fans. Look, look, look. How many Wizards fans do you see? Look, we understand geographically L.A. is going to be better. (laughs) New York's going to be better. Yeah. Miami's going to be better. Way better. Geographically. Outside of that, what are we talking about? Just Houston, Atlanta, maybe better than D.C.? Um, San Francisco. I mean, and that's only because they've been good. The Bay was never attracting people before. People I mean, were I, we're, leaving the Bay. We're talking about geographically, I thought. Like, that's just an attractive place to be. I don't think the Bay was until the Warriors started. Uh, no one's talking about North North California. Like, you were talking about, like, geographically. We're not talking about, like, the Warriors. Like, you are talking about, like, New York is a city. But uh, my point is, geographically, the Bay was not a place people wanted to go. San Francisco's not a place where people wanted to go. Not NBA players. Oh, no. Because they were quickly wanting to get out of the... And it was... that's I'm talking about the places that I named. These are places going to get free agents just because of location. Just that. I mean, but you said Atlanta. Atlanta's yeah, Atlanta. not getting no free agents. Well, that's as of now. Jeremy, but that's typically. what we're fucking talking about right now. But typically... We can't talk about nothing in the future. Historically, they were getting people. Who were they... What free agents Atlanta get? I mean, I can't think of any. Right that's now. what I'm saying. I ain't getting no fucking about, free agents. But I'm saying, I'm saying, like that's a place black players want to go. Players want to go to in the NBA. Oh, no. Like what th- players have gone to Atlanta? I'm, no, now they're bad. none of them. <laughs> like they got Joe Johnson one time. But that I'm, was the only free agent they ever got. What I'm saying is, there are not a lot of places that are better than Washington. And we, I don't know. And we know. We know. I don't this. know Doug. We know this when players get, come to Washington, the city. Not Washington, the Wizards. I'm talking about the city. You keep switching it like back and forth a lot. Like Washington, the city, I love it because I'm from here and like stuff like that. Yep. But I don't even know if it's that attractive. Like as a, to attract the NBA player, it would have to be so much. It would have to change. But so that's we're saying the same thing, just different no, ways. No, <laughs> I don't think the Wizards are going to be able to attract anybody because it's not an attractive location ever in its history. As a city or the team? Both. Nah, I disagree. As a city, because this, this is what happens with a lot of... When has it become an attractive city? I mean, we see a lot of Redskins and Wizards players who still have their homes here, that they still come here after they play. I don't... Even, they, even when they get like, traded. That's, the issue that's is, not them playing here, though. I don't give a fuck what they do after they leave the team and but retire. That, but that's the point I'm saying, and I'm going to bring it right back to how this new structure is. If... In two to three years, I'm hoping that the team gets good. So then players are like, all right, they had one thing that was working for them being the surrounding area. But now they're actually a good team. I'm going to think about them. Just, okay. like, just like the Nets. The Nets had New York, but they suck. 
so, the, so so yeah but like so the nets got it in order they had the area like we don't have the area nor I think the team we do. i think we do okay as as a city that is dominated by wealthy black people successful black people dc is dc okay I don't agree with that either, but that's cool. DC is. is dominated by successful black people? Yes. Okay. Like, it is PG County alone. PG County is in fucking Maryland, dude. We're talking about DC. But where do you think you're going to live? Virginia. I mean, the Wizards, half of them was living in PG County. Okay. I'm dog. You, we, you just keep switching the geographical location a lot. Like I'm talking about okay, like, DC. Now, now you sound. Now is you- not a good, like, base for sports basketball. They don't have any fans. There are no Washington Wizards fans for real, for real. Hold on, hold on. That's because of how bad things have been for the last 16 years where Ernie Grunfeld. Not even 16, like 16 years? It's The Wizards have not been, like, when was the last time the Wizards were good? Like, Just for real, for real. Just two years ago, in 17. Okay, 17. And, and, those are, and the arena was sold out? Before that, it's been forever. Yeah, since they were, like, good. Yeah, because of how bad the team was run. And, like, good for them was second-round exit. Yes. Okay. I understand that. But, I don't know. But wh- I just say- can't see it as an attractive location. You That's what you I'm don't saying. Think so. well, we, I don't think so. We agree to disagree on that one. We because, got to. Because... I don't see it. Because it honestly is. Like, guys... People always talk about, like, yeah, I would like to come to D.C. It's just... Y'all team sucks. Like, I would like to live there because there's so many opportunities for black people there and black businesses. It's just, your team sucks. Like, that's literally what players have said. Bradley Beal even hinted to that during All-Star break. He was just like, yeah, players want to come here, but they're Nobody like... Nobody comes here. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing. That, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying that we already have the location. We just need... You are saying we have a location. Yeah, I mean... I'm saying that. Yeah, I, and, like and what makes you say the like a location for what? I just said it. We I, ha- just re- I just re- I just I just I don't said know, it. Doug. Like Bradley Beal just said it during All Star break. Like players were like, "Yo, I wouldn't mind living in the area." It's just your team has run terribly. <laughs> okay. Just just like the Nets a couple years ago. Oh, I would love to live in Brooklyn. But the team, your team is terrible. Hey, I feel you. Oh, Lakers can't get everyone on their team, so I would love to play in LA. But the Clippers were terrible. Now they're good. People want to play with the Clippers now. That's all I would say. Now you you don't believe it. I don't believe it. Hey, if if things get mark my words, if this new setup with monumental basketball works, mm-hmm. DC will be getting the talent. Okay. It will happen. It will happen. I'm telling you, Mark. Like, because, because flag look, this episode. Let me. Let, we could check back next season. Next off not season. Not next season. I say three years. We could check back in three years. That's what I said. Flag this episode. I said I'm giving. I'm giving this monumental basketball three, three years, years to succeed. Because like you, you're not going to turn it overnight. Like it ain't going to happen. Mm-mm. And especially when we have one year where John Wall's just not playing. Two years. <laughs> so so yeah. So I, I'm giving him three years because John Wall should be back 2021. The 2021 season. Yeah. He should be back. And then you're getting two seasons to do what you got to do and get who you got to get in here to make it feasible. Because at the end of the day, the Nets also just, they won one playoff game this year. One playoff game. (laughs) Against a team that didn't make it to the Eastern Conference Championship. And somehow they're they're the destination. It's New York. 
Yes, and and that's that's what no. I think well, we're saying the same. New thing. York is not DC. Like I'm saying, they're no fans. Like fans make hold on, hold players want to play. DC has fans. It's just we've been scorned that we're showing our. It's just like the Redskins. The so, Red, just like the Redskins. Redskins uh-huh. fans aren't going to the games anymore. Okay. Why are they not going to the games? They're tired of Daniel Snyder and the years of what's happening. Let let so the, like let, if let, you're let, a fan or if you're a player coming here, yeah. And you know that about the city, that the fans of your team don't come out to the games. Because of what? Because of ownership. Okay, that's that's all. Is the ownership changing? The ownership for like, the Redskins isn't changing. It's not changing. And, like, I don't, I don't but, know. But we know the change is happening with the Wizards. There's some change happening. That's the thing. There's some change happening. So, as let's say, and, and this is a hypothetical. What's his name? Who's up in a few years? Let's say Jason Tatum. In okay. a few years, is up for a deal. Like he, uh, he only played two years already. He'll at least play two more with the Celtics. Yeah, yeah, he'll play two more, and then he's a restricted free agent. Let's just say this is all hypothetical. Let's just say he balls out and he really shows that he's one of the best players in the league. Lots of promise. And the money that he that he wants, you know. The Celtics are like, you know what? We really don't want to pay him. We don't want to pay him a four-year 140. Let's just say something like that. Mm. But the Wizards offer him, you know, let's say the the Celtics only want to offer like a four-year 120. And the Wizards are like, oh, we'll offer you four years 130. And he goes to the Wizards. And he goes to the Wizards. The reason why he would go to the Wizards is because... Things have changed with monumental basketball. That's what I'm saying. Hopefully. Yes. Hopefully. I just can't see it. It's not going to be, well, you know, DC's not that good <laughs> as a city. I mean. Or the DMV. Oh, no, dude. You funny, though, by the way. I want to backtrack. It's you. not even you, funny. You, you literally you, have switched so many different times. To- like, you what funny. we've been when talking I, about. When I brought up PG County, you're like, it's not D.C. You sound it's like, not D.C. You sound, you sound like someone that, that just moved it's to the area. It's not D.C. <laughs> we were literally you, talking about fucking D.C. You know, Maryland is not D.C. You know when we talk about D.C. is DMV. Come Solid. on. Okay. Come on. The DMV. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> That's what it is. We weren't talking about that. We were talking about D.C. as a location, dog. Like, the city? Oh, no. It can't compete with some of those other cities. For real, for real. It can't compete with, like, four cities in the NBA. And those cities get 90% of the free agents. It can't compete with four cities. Oh, and you said four cities. I don't even know about Atlanta, dog. And, and that's the thing. And I, Atlanta, I, I just... You said Atlanta. I said Atlanta, but, I mean... D.C. should be higher on this list of cities that should compete with just because it's, it's California's teams get players, Texas teams get players, and New York teams no, get players. one Texas team gets players. Houston, Dallas ain't. That's it. Dallas ain't get Porzingis. <laughs> that was a trade. Come on, though. That like a trade don't count. <laughs> that that player still he he got traded there and re-signed there. Well, he just signed a five-year extension. Like, what do you what that type of player retention do you need to have? That wasn't because of Dallas. That's because okay. that wasn't because of Dallas. He decided to sign an extension there Not because of the city of Dallas. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Because he decided to stay there. He signed a contract there. Not because of the city of Dallas. Maybe because of the Mavericks and Mark Cuban. Okay. So, like, if a... 
how are you going to decide if a player decides to come here between an ownership and a player and not the city? Because Dallas historically doesn't get anyone. Okay. But Houston was the city that always was got people. Players? Just like San Antonio's not the one that get, because well, how come San Antonio ain't getting people? I mean, they got LaMarcus and DeRozan. And DeRo- they got LaMarcus. They got LaMarcus. And uh, DeRozan. Uh, they got LaMarcus. DeRozan was traded there. Like, <laughs> De- oh, my God. DeRozan was traded there. So, they got LaMarcus. DeMarcus might Five-time be Five-time all-star player. Yeah, I mean. They got him. Who else they get since their inception? All drafted players. Since their inception. <laughs> exactly. All drafted that's players. Why, that's what they got to do. Oh, no, Doug. Miami be getting people. Okay. So, yeah. Anyway. Who Miami get? LeBron? Come on, dog. You, why you got That's, well, it. Well, oh, that's okay. it. That's it. You sound like Does LeBron want to play with his buddies, dog? You sound so, like LeBron a- going to Miami. What if Dwayne Wade played in a different team? You don't think he's going to play with Dwayne Wade somewhere else that's not Miami? Come where, on, where dog. Is, where is this somewhere else? Oklahoma. You don't think LeBron would go to Oklahoma to play with Dwayne Wade? I don't think so. You're being see now <laughs> you're being so. ridiculous. I don't think so. You don't think LeBron was gonna go anywhere where Dwayne Wade was? Not Oklahoma. You're being ridiculous. Not right? Oklahoma. Jeremy, you're being ridiculous. <laughs> you're being ridiculous right now. <laughs> no. You don't nah. think LeBron? Never mind. You got hey, you got it. Let's go to the next section. <laughs> no. You're being fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Not Oklahoma. No. Oh my god. No. Miami was the was the icing on the take on the cake. Cool. Just, just like for 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 uh, Chris Bosh, Miami was, you know, it was the icing on the cake. It wasn't the fucking cake. The cake was Dwayne Wade and them trying to win championships, and they would have done that shit no matter where they went. Is what I'm saying. Like Miami is cool, though. LeBron was going where Dwayne Wade was. No, nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Cool. I don't think so. You got it. Not at all. I don't think so. Let's now get into our champion chump of the week. Every week we celebrate those who do well and we criticize those who do not. Starting with you, Matthew, who is your champ of the week? Fancy football fan. Perfect. Oh, my fault. Wrong one. Baby, want to chill. The season is like officially upon us now. Kind of. Like, NFL mini camps, I guess, are kicking off preseason game tonight. That nobody knew about. <laughs> I mean, you know? people know about it. It's just, I guess. I mean, it's just. It's the first one. It's, that doesn't it's a matter. Hall of Fame game. Like, <laughs> I can't even remember who's playing. You want to look that up real quick? It's the <laughs> Chiefs and somebody. Oh, I think. And Pat Mahomes probably not even playing. I mean, maybe the maybe like he's probably snap. not playing <laughs> at all at all. My champ of the week goes to Cincinnati Reds pitcher Amir Garrett. Baby, wanna chill? Because you know, sometimes I do like violence. You know, and, and, he, and he went out there like a soldier, went and went and trying to fight all them, all them people over <laughs> with this on the Pittsburgh Pirates bench. I mean, dugout. So yeah, that's my champ of the week. Simply for that, and he got his punches in, and he couldn't be stopped. Uh, Matthew, who is your chump of the week? It like pains me to say this, but like Gucci man, he's out here not trying to give his like. Problem with a uh, child with developmental problems, like proper care, mm-hmm. I guess. And his like the mom was trying to like contact him since he got out of jail for more like monthly support for the child, and Gucci was not having it. Got out somehow, and it's just been looking real bad for Gucci. I think he, you know, the courts have ordered him to pay like more monthly for like the child's care, but Gucci man got out of jail a minute ago, been eating vegan and having million dollar weddings, <laughs> like. I don't know. This something should have been probably cleared up faster. 
Oh, man. Uh, my chump of the week goes to Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones. Because you're a chump. I like it. Because you're just lying out of your teeth about how it doesn't take a good running back. And I look, I understand there's only been four, four times in NFL history where the rushing champion was also on the Super Bowl winning team. But three of those times, it was with the Dallas Cowboys in the 90s with Evan Smith. So when you come out and you say what you say, and look, you could probably say, look, I'm not trying to pay him all this money right now. And, or, you know, he's had off-the-field issues. So I'm not trying to guarantee this money for him right away. But when you come out and say, well, you don't need a Russian champion to win a Super Bowl. Come on, man. That's disingenuous. Jerry Jones, you are the chump of the week. Because you're a chump. Let's now move on to our sports-free zone. Let's be quick with some of these things. Let's start with little Nas X. My man has the record now for the longest amount of time on the billboards at number one. Billboard charts at number one. Perfect. I like it. He had 17 straight weeks. He beat out Boyz II Men and Mariah Carey. And so he's now number one. Shout out to little Nas X. He has that other single now, Panini. It's been out a couple weeks, but it's actually a decent song. It's just obviously he is going to be known for Old Town Road, obviously for a very long time. Yeah, but but where shout out to him and what he was able to accomplish. Uh, let's talk about your boy Donald Trump, Matthew. You are fake news. Donald Trump had some interesting comments about the city of Baltimore. <laughs> Donald Trump in a spat with uh, Congressman Elijah Cummings. Uh, Elijah Cummings, you know, was upset about how Trump's administration is handling uh, the uh, many individuals who are detained at the southern border for trying to enter into the U.S. Uh, So he, he was criticizing the administration and i say he elijah cummings well and elijah cummings said hey the living conditions for those who are detained at these detention centers is subhuman and deplorable and donald trump decided to fight back or fire back and said elijah cummings needs to focus on his own congressional district aka baltimore don't be rude and said why would any human want to live in baltimore and said how about you set fix baltimore first before you come for me oh my god he said it was like honduras right he said it was like a third world country <laughs> um it's in Dang. I, you know he pretty much compared it to an asshole <laughs> like like he said what a couple of years ago about other nations across this country now let me say this uh, and i know someone's gonna get very upset with me <laughs> and i know you want to say it that's why you're laughing so but i i am gonna say it i'm gonna take the heat i like it i'm, appreciate gonna, it. I'm gonna take the appreciate heat it. and then you can add on what you want <laughs> We, as people who are part of the true DMV, DC, PG County, Maryland, Montgomery County, Maryland, and Northern Virginia. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 the true definition. No, that's not fine. That's the definition of DMV. The the very northernest tip of Virginia. 
We do talk about Baltimore. Very badly. Now, Baltimore, and this is where I'm going to be serious right now. Baltimore has a lot of issues that stem literally, literally from slavery. Like, like stuff that have happened from there. And then also the World, World War II mm-hmm. and how things were handled with the vets who came back who were from Baltimore and they came back to Baltimore. Baltimore's kind of like fucked over their citizens a lot for a the, long the, time. The, the city government has done it. The the federal government has done it. Mismanagement. Drugs. Drug, um, drug use is high. Mental health issues is extremely high. It is not the greatest place. Alright. Also, we like we said, of people who are part of the DMV, we do clown Baltimore. All every chance that I get. Every chance every we get chance we clown I Baltimore. Get. Over and over we talk about it. Occasionally we do hang out in Baltimore occasionally. Mm, occasionally. I refuse. I can't. Occasionally. And when I say occasionally, you know, you try once to get something to do. Once every once in a while. So yeah. But twice a year. But Look, let's be real also. The president of the United States should not be saying stuff like this. Because at the end of the day, the president is the president of the United States. President of Baltimore, too. Exactly. (laughs) President of Baltimore, bro. So if you really feel that Baltimore is as bad as it is, like, why don't you try and really fix things? Because there are some things that the federal government can fix. Maybe. Potentially. Yeah. But I mean Hey look, man, he's gonna have five more how many more years is he about to have to get it? Please don't do that. He's about to have at least four more years to get it right. <laughs> I mean I hope not. I look, hope dog, not. Hope in one hand, dog. You know what to do in the other one. <laughs> Talking about that, uh Democratic debates last Yesterday, two nights. Right? Yeah. Uh ten candidates on Tuesday, ten Jesus candidates Christ, on too many fucking people. on uh, on Wednesday. Now, look, a lot of people are talking about how it's so many people. It's way too many people, dog. I mean, it was the same thing in 2016. They just should with, not be allowed to have this many people, dog. Well, according to the New York Times, I think as of the next debate, yeah. there's only seven as of now who qualify. That's what needs. They look cut that not in half, but like bring it down a little bit more. Well, uh, the next debate is really going to hinge on how much money you have. Because obviously you need money to run these campaigns. Exactly. I don't want Tom Dick running cam presidential campaign out of his basement getting on the talking and no dog. They should have been done this. Perfect. If you're not about to actually be able to be president, I do not want to fucking hear from you. Like at all. Yeah, so <laughs> so uh the the debates now. It's interesting. Who are the, do they, do they, they announce who the seven people are going to be? Can I take a guess? I, I mean, I didn't look at it, but I, I assume I assume it's Biden, Biden Warren, yeah. Sanders. Yeah. I assume. Uh, What's my was, man with the crazy name? Cord Booker. I assume. I assume. Uh, uh, Harris. One of the guys, Delaney from Maryland, John mm-hmm. Delaney, because he is like a multi. He's he, close to a billionaire. Definitely going to be able to afford the, uh, the the table there, the yes, seat. I heard he's I heard he's actually the wealthiest of all the good uh, him. I, I assume. Uh, um, I can't really think of the rest of them off the top of my head, but yeah, I, I yeah, that's that's about that's it. where okay, it'll come down to. Now, Joe Biden was taking some hits last night. Some hits. My stance on Joe Biden has changed a lot. In the- what? what, what, what do you want to? It was cool when he was the cool uncle, but like, and he was the vice president. Yeah, 
But it's now, different. It's different. It's different. It's different when you like have the spotlight on you. Here's my thing with <laughs> Biden specifically. Biden has voted a lot of things that are <laughs> that are very detrimental to people like you and I. Yeah. He has yeah. in his past. Cause you know why? Because he's not a person like you and I. He isn't. That being said, if he ends up being the Democratic candidate, I hope Democrats don't sit here and say, hey, he didn't help us back in the day, so I ain't nah, voting for him. That shit, because that no. is exactly what happened, and that is ex- exactly why we got this clown in the office right now. Bruh. Don't be rude. Bruh. So, and, and that's that's my only scare about this whole thing. There, Jeremy, Demo- there should be a lot, a whole bunch of scares about this next presidential election. This is what scares me because we as Demo- and I, oh, you're a Democrat, right? I, yes. I, I'm a Democrat. Yes. yes. I'm a Democrat. Yes. I don't mind saying I like to I- say that I'm like a reasonable person and reasonable people seem to be Democrats. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so we're both Democrats. My scare is we're going to have too many woke dem- Democrats and they're going to say, oh, well, I didn't like what you did. Mm-hmm this time or I didn't like your stance on this specific issue or I didn't like that you voted for this literally 40 years ago I'm not voting for you now see that's what I we cannot we cannot have that for four years there's no there's so much that has to happen like in the political realm with the next I don't want to I hate to say the next president because you already know who I think is going to be the next president come on man don't don't, don't watch these things even though I think it may happen hopefully (laughs) it's going to be somebody that we want as a president and they just have like the amount of work that Barack Obama had to do when he came into office for George Jr Mm -hmm. like pales in compared like it's not e- like that was easy that was easy and george george Se- george jr was out here and i don't even like to say george jr because we know who the real president was during those times it was dick, dick- cheney <laughs> dick cheney was out here running wild and shooting up people and getting away with it like how do you do that you like just put he shot somebody with a shotgun on a, a goose hunt or some <laughs> bird hunt or something stupid like i don't even understand but i don't even like to say this was george jr's fault but dick cheney did a lot of bad things back in the day and obama had to try to fix them the next president that gets in after uh donald trump like you gotta assume it's gonna be at least like the first six years of their like hopefully six years of their like presidency trying to fix this shit like i don't know and then to have to deal with other Democrats that have hurt feelings? I don't know. I don't know. Look. It's not looking good for Joe. If you're, if you're, and by the way, this show is for both sides of the aisle. I know, obviously. No, fuck re- the Republicans, dog. I'm not trying to hear it. They <laughs> ruined the country. True. I'm, I'm not saying. trying to hear it, dog. If you're a Republican, turn this show off. <laughs> But we're both Democrat, and, and, and we both don't mind saying that we are. Look, Democrats got to be united with whoever. Oh, it doesn't matter. Whoever gets it. Does it it does not matter. You got to be united. Bruh, what? Cause I you, don't care if he kills your dog 20 years ago. You rock, You you have to rock with him. So, yeah. And, and, and look, I'm a, unfortunately, this is what I think is going to happen. 
I think we're going to have a white man running as a Democrat, and I think it's going to be Joe Biden. And I say unfortunate because there are a lot of the the diverse the it's very diverse on the de- Democratic side when it comes to the candidates. And I think it's we only have, going to become more and more diverse as like the years go yeah, forward. Yeah, we have a black man, uh-huh. we have a black woman, yep. we have an Asian man, yep. a, a Latino man, yep. a Hawaiian a woman. There, uh, there's obviously white women also on who are candidates. It's also. Like the goddamn United Nations. So, so we it's pretty diverse, and some of the people of color who are there, their stance and their platforms and their policies are good. But unfortunately, this country, I don't think, is ready for a president again. <laughs> what? Who is? What? Wasn't mean, ready for the first one. They weren't, and that's why we got what we got now. We took a we took a reality TV show star. As our president, because there are people who legitimately hate Obama so much. So, I unfortunately think some of these other candidates, they're not, it's not, it's just not their time. They're placeholders. It's just not their time. And unfortunately, I think we're going to have to need a white man to go up against another white man. This is terrible, dog. We're going to at least get our foot in the door. terrible, dog. It sucks to say that. So, look, if that's the case, I was talking to one, I was talking, you know, my, you know, David, I was talking about our, David's in our uh, basketball league. Yeah. We were talking about this, and I just, like, we've always had that. I mean, we've always had Except for Barack Obama. Like, I don't, like, that's not, I don't know if that's the answer. But also, also, though, we got to also remember, since Barack Obama became president uh-huh. the country as a whole has become a little more aware of like it's racistness history. yes yeah, i mean oh i like and even, i guess and even, i i suppose even within the black community like for example when did you find out about a juneteenth when did you find out about juneteenth for real for real like probably during the barack obama's presidency for real for real yeah. That I can remember. I might have heard it, but I didn't like really like it didn't register with me or whatever reason. But, and now and now we're seeing, oh. you know, a lot of black people who are just like, ah, Fourth of July nah, is just a time for the cookout. That's it. But Juneteenth is my independence day. That's what I'm talking about. That a lot of things like that have changed in the last For since. sure. It's a lot of more it's more awareness with people who want to be aware though. And because of the awareness, you're getting a lot of people who are like, Yeah, I don't why do we need another white dude that's gonna run but unfortunately the opposite is also true though jeremy there's a lot of people who say oh there's a black president fuck that i need a white guy back i know i know and if that you want to control happened. the party because at the end of the day to control the party you kind of do need a white guy the president no know. no not a. White oh you gotta have the president <laughs> that's gotta happen and i'm fi- i'm fine like i don't care i would rather it not be joe biden if we gotta have a white guy president for sure, and that's cool, like they could do a fine job. I don't know if Joe Biden as president is gonna be what we need going forward. With like, there's a lot of problems in America. Perfect. Just so, so many problems that are like, <clears throat> like generational fixes. I think you know what I'm saying it's not going to be a president that's about to come in here and fix it, or they might like start the tr- wheel rolling that ten years later is going to like fix it. But those are the type of problems that America has right now, mm. and I don't know. Like I don't know if Joe Biden is like that president. Now, <clears throat> there was something. What was I just about to? Oh, 
I, I know we spoke about how we we love President uh, Obama. That's the homeboy, man. That's the guy. Now uh, he, he he did also set in motion a lot of the current things that's happening with immigration right now. With the with deportations yeah. and with uh, the handling of uh, people who try to cross into the United States illegally. Illegally. Okay. Uh, so I mean that's something we also have to admit. That Look. It, it, Everything, everything is not going to be perfect. And, and, and see, that's why I say... That's fine. Like, and that's why I say, like... Which presidents have had a perfect, like, presidency? And that's why I say whoever the Democrats nominate, Democrats have to vote for and oh, be behind. No, nah, you gotta because be. Because it's not going to be perfect. No. It's not going to be perfect. It's not... This is... We're living life. We're not... This is not, like, a video game or something where you can do some perfect shit in... Like, you got to deal with, you have to deal with the hand that you've been dealt, and the next president is going to get a hand that was dealt by Donald Trump. Perfect. Like, that's not what you want. That's just literally, like, opposite of what you want. You know what? You know what? Let me come in here. I'm the new janitor trying to fix up America, and Donald Trump just had four years to make a mess throughout the world. Mm -hmm. Like, people from out the world. Uh, what is it? Who stopped? China is buying soybeans from Russia now instead of America. Uh. And, like, that sounds like nothing. That's probably hundreds of millions of dollars in, like, GDP that's not probably, coming to America. Yeah, that's probably billions. That's what I'm saying. Like, hundreds of That's low. That's low. China, I assume they eat a lot of soy. You know what I'm saying? Soybean, just a whole bunch of, like, byproducts from that. That's a stereotype. That it, I, I mean, it's crazy. true. <laughs> Shit, I just had some bean curd. What are you saying to me? Like, it might be, but that's neither here nor there. They go through a lot of soybean. No, no, no. no I know. That's I was what messing, I'm saying. I was messing with you with that. One. <laughs> it's that, it's incredible. Me. It's incredible. But like, they're not buying it from America anymore. <laughs> and you gotta assume some of that is from Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. That's a big deal. All right, we spent a lot longer than I thought we were, but we still need to get to this topic. Uh, it comes from Instagram. I put out a question: What topic would you like to? Who is this from? For, uh, discuss. Do we have a name? Uh, yeah, it's from uh, Oscar Oliver. Okay. He uh, he asked, "What's your favorite Double car o? movie?" Do you want to so, go first? Um, to be honest, you don't know. When it comes to cars and movies, are you gonna say Fast and Furious, Jamie? I'll flip these tables over. I hate Fast and Furious. Okay, like, I, I really hate the. Franchise. I don't know about that part. Like obviously the it's first not one the was best. good. The first one was good. Some of the other ones first have been one's cool. First one's great. Great. Iconic. The second one is okay. It's good. It's good. Yeah, ludicrous. Ah, you know I hate ludicrous. You do hate ludicrous. I do. He's so crazy to me that he's such a better actor than he is a musician to me. Okay. And like I know it's wrong. You think he's a better actor? I, me, somebody who hates his music. Yeah, I think he's a much better actor. But like I don't know. Fast and Furious one is great though. Iconic. Um, Second one's okay. Yeah, to me, Fast one is good. Second one is great. One is good. I like the South the American fifth one. Is okay. Which one's the fifth? That's that one in Brazil. The, yeah. yeah, I like that it's one. It's okay. It's cool. But the entire franchise overall, to me personally, is trash. I hate it. But, like, I, so that's not going to be so your... So that's not me. Okay. To be honest, when it comes to cars and movies, uh -huh. I think my favorite car movie is Cars, the Disney movie, to okay. be honest. that's I haven't seen it. I heard it's a great movie, though. To be honest. I heard it's a great movie. When it comes to you and your favorite... So, I'm going to give a couple, just because mm -hmm. I like 
took the term car movie a little bit loosely. Baby Driver, great movie. Oh. Incredible. Um... Italian job, Mark Wahlberg. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's kind of a car Italian movie. Job. Italian job. Yeah. It's kind of a car movie. Yeah. Gone in 60 seconds. Fuck with that. Gone in 60 seconds was good. Uh, I think that's it. There was one more I had. Baby Driver is definitely. Now, I never. That's a primo movie. I never actually saw Days of Thunder. Me neither. That's. But I hear it's good. It's supposed to be. I hear it's really good. It's supposed to be. I never actually saw it. Honorable mention to Driver also. Not Driver. Is it Driver with the uh, Ryan Gosling? I think it is Driver. Incredible like sound. Driver. Nah, 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 nah. What is Wasn't it, called? it the game Driver? There is, there is a game. There is a game and a movie Driver. I don't know if yeah. this is the same one. Oh, okay. But Ryan Gosling movie yeah, where he's driving. Yeah. Incredible soundtrack. Okay. Incredible soundtrack. soundtrack. I have to check out. Movies a solid C. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a C. C plus. C plus. Cinematography is good. All right. All right, let's get into our Reddit topic of the week. To be honest, Matthew's Reddit topic is actually more interesting than it's mine. It's okay. It's no, just okay. No, it's more interesting than mine. It is. And because of time constraints. Time constraints. Oh, true. It's shit. Because yours is as good, better than mine, let's just go with yours. We can do it. Your Reddit topic of the week. Matthew, go ahead, man. So, like, it's kind of wait. Okay, hold on. My Reddit topic of the week is from... River Dance Jonas. Okay, I like it. I like it. And it kind of, he brought up like, uh, I guess he saw the Sports Illustrated article that kind of talked about Rajon Rondo's pre weird pregame rituals. Uh-huh. Um, it's three of them that I think are, yeah, it's, yeah, it's three of them that I think are kind of, they're kind of weird. Like, you could tell me what, like, on the scale of like one to whatever, how weird this is. Okay, now now are you going to also tell the other parts of his ritual or just the three weird ones? I'm going to talk about the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> so like the first thing, I guess is the first thing in his ritual is he takes five showers before tip off on game day. Okay. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of showers. And you know, he, the reason why he says he does his best thinking in order, which makes sense. I get that. That's cool. Um, another thing that he does, he drinks five bottles of water on the way to the arena. Now, now is it, there must be something with five. That's kind of weird too. Yeah. That's a little weird too. And he also tucks a car, was it Carmix into his sock for, uh, Keep his lips moisturized during the game. <laughs> you might, you'll appreciate yeah, that, I Jeremy. Appreciate that. I like to keep my lips moisturized. And he, all, many his teammates often ask for Carmex. How do you think he gives it to his teammates? He probably. Uh, hold on, like, are they asked for it during the game? I don't. Uh, unclear. Okay. That part's unclear. I, was about to say, I he, hope not. <laughs> I think they're on the bench. I he probably pours it like, like, uh, probably. Pours it onto, the, squeezes it onto their fingers. Probably. Rondo dispenses it to their fingertips. Yeah, there you go. Look, I knew Jeremy would know that part. Jeremy yeah, has a I've lot. Done, I've done that before. Yeah. Jeremy has a lot of experience with uh, lubrication and lips. Perfect. So I knew Jeremy would hit a home run on that one. Yep, yep. What were the other rituals? I think that's it. He oh, oh, keeps man. a lot of shower shoes. He's he takes the five, and you know he spends a, he has a lot of shower time. So like. He likes to write down his ideas that he thinks about, so he keeps a lot of uh, at least five pairs of shower shoes, so he can hop out from the shower to write down ideas to get back into the shower. Oh, 
Oh, genius. Now, uh, Matthew, let me ask you this. When you played sports, what were some pregame uh, rituals that you would, uh, Ooh, you would do? Pregame rituals, you know, mostly the usual stretching, pointing at people in the crowd, getting them hyped up a little bit. Um, if I got a technical, I would always try to run at the ref. You know what I'm saying? If that was not an option, I'd kick a football or basketball into the stands. <laughs> Most I don't know if those counts as rituals or like reactions, but they got done <laughs> most games. Well, you didn't have any other uh, rituals no, that you mostly sitting on the bench. I was terrible, dog. I mean, super trash. So I have a, I have a couple of rituals. I, I do. I always make sure I put on my right shoe first, then my left. I always put on my right, then my left. Always. Okay. Always. Then uh, I I always make sure I have a bowel movement before before. Any game. No mix-ups. You don't want to have any problems. And it's either I'm having the bowel movement right before I leave my house, or I'm having it in the gym, wherever the bathroom is. I'm having a bowel movement. Also, I must, I must, similar to Rajon Rondo, but not to that extent. Five bottles of water. I, I have about, like, two bottles of water. Okay. Two, 16, so about a liter of water. Uh, so two half liters Equal one liter, obviously, for the math uh, people out there. That is how numbers but, uh, work. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, definitely the uh, liter of water, um, the, the 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 necessary bowel movement in me putting on at least my shoes, uh, uh, my my right shoe on first before my left shoe. That that's how I that's how I those are my my rituals. All right, y'all. Before we roll out, there's some news that just broke, but in Major League Baseball, we uh, spoke about the brawl that happened. He got suspended. No, he, that, there's no way. Yes, there's some. Uh, there's, there's no some way. Breaking news. Oh, I like this. You know, I like the sound effect. Uh, Yasiel Puig suspended for uh, three games. Bullshit. I didn't see his part though. It might have been. It might have been worth. It. I know he likes to fight people. I think. Uh, Amir Garrett suspended eight games. That's the solo, solo, dolo. Solo, yeah, yeah. Eight games. Eight He's a reliever, though. So, eight oh, games. That doesn't count. Uh, yeah. Um, and um, the pitcher who really, really started it for the Pirates. Three Ke- games. Keona Kella, ten games. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, those are the notable suspensions. Okay, baseball. For, for that brawl that happened in Cincinnati. Eight seems a little high. <laughs> so, but uh, it's a pitcher, I guess. Um, before we also go out, Matthew just showed me a photo about a... Uh, <laughs> Oh, no, we can't talk about that. They're paying me. <laughs> oh, okay. No. We can't talk about that. But let's just say the photo has something to do Ooh, and, and, uh, with the attraction of the area. And the attraction of Washington, D.C. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to uh, OSS 980, other side of Sports 980. Um, Harold and uh, Aaron. They actually went to the press conference and the meet and greet for like the new monumental basketball. I like uh, that. Uh, did they see Hachimaru? Was he? I don't know if Hachimaru was there, but they did meet Tommy Shepard, John Thomas, the, like John it. Thompson the like Third, Shashi Brown. Did they get any Danny numbers? Medina? Kiss some babies. I don't know, but they definitely got interviews. So check like out that. OSS nine eighty. Like that a lot. On Instagram, they have interviews on there. Shout out once again to Brian Wright, uh, former For or, sure. or not former. You're not a former. You're a Current, current Tacoma Academy yeah. alum, and he, he didn't is, make a time machine. And he is now the general manager of the San Antonio Spurs. This so is shout incredible. Out to him, great day. Shout out to uh, WAU. They got they got a, a commit the other day. 
for their basketball program, the men's basketball team. So shout out to them. Are they? Is it good? I mean. I assume. Okay. Uh, no, yeah, but just a like, shout out. They can I mean, recruit. Sh- shout out to my man, Patrick Crary. The, there we go. The, see my man at Lido's a couple months ago. <laughs> Perfect. Someone likes Lido's, I see. Look, see, <laughs> that's how you know you're a good person in the area. It's not about if you want to come play for the Wizards. If you if you like Lido's, you're all right. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. Yeah, so, uh, shout out to uh, WAU, uh, their entire uh, sports athletic department. Whole thing. Girls team, men's team, everybody. Shout out to uh, Soggy Nachos, Hand Down Man Down, Barbershop Talk, uh, Shut Your Face, Redskin Rundown, After Further Review. Shout out to my other podcast, DMV Dispute, part of the DMV Sports Network. Yes, like I said, I am the Little Wayne of podcasts oh because God. I will get on any podcast and hit it with the J train. Perfect. Uh, shout out to Erica Fernandez of DAZONE and BSO. Shout out to Sports Octasha. Shout out to um, there was someone else I wanted to give a shout out to. Oh, shout out to uh, Bear With Just Bear With This Podcast. Wayne Taylor, Stan the Man, Julian, shout out to them, uh, shout out to Dwa and uh, What what You Expect podcast, shout out to Ming Rainers, Doll Parts, Eat the City DC. I was over there yesterday, I saw uh, Home I Court. That? Home Court yesterday. <laughs> Home Court DMV. Hey, nah, they got big things coming up. Yep, yep, shout out to... Um, our other businesses that we support, Trezzo Beach, Vintage Trending, Sharif, uh, yeah, man, uh, Tony, oh, LJ, sure. Clay, Warren. Oh, Clay, appreciate the legal advice Almost every time. Perfect. Yeah, the, you talk about me and my legal, like I have legal issues. No, you like to fight people. No, it's a difference. It's a difference. It's you know, I'm getting, I'm getting, uh, you know, your temper under control. I'm, I'm getting that under control. I got hey, a baby man. on the way. All <laughs> God is working on all of us, man. Perfect. Shout out real quick before we go. There's some July birthdays. Oh, LJ, man, LJ was in July. Yeah, my man. Uh, Jessica Oliver was in July. Yep. Uh, but even in my family, my goodness, my yep. entire family's born Everybody. in July. Uh, Nicholas, Frank, mm. Elise, Child my aunts, uh, Auntie Lisa, Auntie Rachel, uh, my cousin Milan, mm-hmm. my cousin uh, uh, Naomi. Whole family. And Jeremy's Sam. going down the list of July I, I, birthdays. I'm about Naomi, He's Sam. Uh, I want to say, uh, man, was it Marlene? Marlene. Oh, man, they're gonna hate me when I say yeah. they're gonna listen to this and say yeah. you couldn't, you couldn't figure out which one. Nah, yeah, you don't birthday. even know. He doesn't even know. <laughs> nah, M- Michelle's birthday was July 18th, and um, and, and, and Marlene was also July 7th. See? Yep, yep, yep. And then Kevin was July 2nd. We yeah, paused I, this yeah, seven yeah, different no, times so Jeremy can look no, this up. <laughs> So yeah, shout out to all the July, uh, baby, and then Christina, my oh, sister. Oh no, yeah, shout out to Christina. It was her birthday last yesterday. For sure. So shout out to her. July is the month. What was happening with 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 our family during? Uh, I guess you could say that nine months be, ago. Uh, I guess I mean uh, August, uh, September, October. Oh, cuffing season. See? October. See, that's what it is, man. It started getting cool. The temperature started getting cool. You know, now all these, all know all these people. That. Would you? Which me? Oh no, no. It's right. starting to get cold. It's global warming now, dog. Nah, that I mean, that cuffing season is definitely getting moved. So when is cuffing season? I don't know. We're really gonna have to look at the weather report <laughs> at this point. So it's cuffing season. Like after, it has to be before Thanksgiving. It has to be before the holidays. Yeah. Because yeah, you gotta nah. you gotta have your youngin for for. You said for, have. You gotta have your <laughs> 
know, you know, it ain't during the holidays. No, so, for so, sure. Yeah, so, but yeah, October must have been the month for Bound Chicka Wow Wow. For uh, in the at the in the spice aisle. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, so yeah, man. Shout out to everyone. Hey, what's who, the greatest uh, Grenadian driver of all time? Uh, uh, Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> I was he trying is, to figure out his name for is, such a long he time. Is, he I was is like, the, God damn it. He is the uh, number one person out of Grenada right now. Who's number two? Uh, until this pot, uh, Karate James. Oh, and I thought number, you were gonna say yeah. uh, number, number oh, you're three, messing up. Number three is me. There we go. Until this podcast really, really blows there up. There we go. I'll be number one. There we go. We yeah, about to yeah, take yeah. my man out, cut his brake line or something. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Not making no more turns. <laughs> so shout out to everyone who listens. Make sure you uh, listen past the word. Share the word to everyone out there. Uh, until anything else before we roll out, Matthew? Mm, no, I don't think so. We gotta Watch come Baby out. Driver. Yeah, we got to come out with a nickname for you. Yeah. And um, Hard Knock should be starting soon. Oh, should I'm be excited. starting soon. Excited. So yeah, so so yeah, uh, I gotta get my. I think week two, right? Yeah, uh, something like that. So it's That'll coming be up good. Soon. Yep, yep. Until next time, everyone. Sports reality. Peace. <laughs>